Hey, this is Rob. This is episode 129 of the Folly Coffee Podcast. Let's get it brewing. Folly Coffee Podcast fan, you are going to be excited for this episode because we have another edition of DTF, aka Define the Food with Chef Yavang. DTF, for Define the Food, and definitely nothing else at all. Bro, you know what I was thinking? A lot of your, a lot of the recent episodes have been very serious. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like you a know. lot of the episodes, we get actual business owners yeah. talking about their stories. Like legit people that would probably come in here in a tie and suit. Yeah, and you know, the things you see on social media, that yeah. everything's always light and fluffy yeah. and business is always booming and things us. are good. And you go, ah, most people with small businesses, if you get them behind closed doors, you quickly realize that like, oh, this is like 95% stress and anxiety and uncertainty mm-hmm. and fire drills and no day is ever what you expected. But that 5% of like, check out this thing we're doing. People go, oh, wow, that must be cool. But then you get the podcast episodes. They can they can get a little serious. No, I mean... I mean, it's not like not bad serious, but like, you know, like when we get on and we do like, you know, DTF stuff, that and it, sounds really weird, but <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's fun. Anyone that knows me knows I enjoy nonsense for the sake of nonsense. I know you're my no nonsense or my, my nonsense friend. Nonsense friend. friend. It's a, it's a constant balance. Yeah. If you're always serious, you end up being the guy from the shining, mm-hmm. putting an ax through a door. Here's Ho- Johnny. Hopefully without the murder. Mm-hmm. That guy's weirdly serious, yeah, okay. but you need to balance it out with nonsense. But today's topic is not nonsense. It's not. This nope, is we're serious. Serious. serious stuff right now yes. because you texted me yes. a question that, as always, when you text me something, I go, there's an obvious answer here. And then you start thinking about it and you mm-hmm. realize the answer is not so clear. And what was that question? What's the difference? What's the difference between a cafe and a restaurant? Here's, can I tell you where the idea came from? Yes. So I was, you know, we're filming this show. Uh, we're in Wisconsin. We're in uh, Viroqua area, you know, lacrosse area where I went to college. And the place is called the Driftless Cafe. And sometimes it's called Driftless. You know, it's James Beer nominated place. The chefs are amazing. And I was just like, Luke, who's, you know, he's the owner and, you know, he's got a head chef there now, but he's like, he owns the place and he started out as the head chef there. I go, hey, Luke, dude. What's the difference between a cafe and a restaurant? And like all the crew people, we all like laughed, and then nobody could answer. And that's why I'm like, I I I got I literally got on my phone, had barely half a bar reception because we're in the boonies, and I texted you and I was like, dude, you know, DTF question. And my immediate thought was like, well, it's an obvious answer. And then I go, nope, this requires a deeper dive, and. That is how you're now getting the next episode of DTF. I, you know, I, we know one thing I love, Rob, is that I feel like you've done more research on these DTF questions than you did in college on your papers. If I, 
I am the type that if I care about something, I am willing to dedicate time and energy yeah. and share of mind to be able to learn. You're about like econ something. 120, whatever. If it's if it's stats in college, yeah. I'm not learning about it. I'm doing the bare minimum to be able to get a passing grade, yeah. going into that professor's office hours yeah. to make sure we're friends, to make yeah. sure I don't fail that class. Yeah. If it's something I care about, it comes very naturally. Yeah. And that happened today. As this morning, I am digging into the research of. Cafes and restaurants. Mm -hmm. So usually the way I go about yep. my DTF research, the first step is always, let's find a definition. Mm -hmm. If it's a sandwich, let's define what is mm -hmm. a sandwich. That's what we're trying to do here. We're mm -hmm. trying to define the food, in, in this case, food establishments. And usually there's a very clear definition. I can find a reliable source with a clear definition, cross-reference that against a few other platforms and go, okay, I have a pretty good idea of the definition of restaurant or cafe. Mm -hmm. Then the confusing part starts after that. Yep. Let's break this down. That is not the case today. Oh, okay. I looked up the definition of cafe and restaurant. I found an initial, def initial definition which left a lot of gray area, mm -hmm. but I go, sometimes that happens with these definitions. So why don't I pop over to a few other places and find other definitions? Okay. Every single definition I found had wildly different parameters huh. set by seemingly nonsense. But the ones I found is a restaurant is an establishment that serves food and beverages. Okay. Mm -hmm. That simple. Yeah, simple, vague, but you go, that's a pretty good simple definition. However, the same source said cafes serve coffee and drinks, often with a limited food menu. But there are cafes with expansive food menus, not expensive, expansive, as in like a large food menu. So you're now saying a restaurant is an establishment that serves food and beverages. Cafes serve coffee and drinks, often with a limited food menu, but they can have a large food menu. And you go, okay, cool. So what? So let me continue. Because this is probably going to be the biggest yeah. uh, episode of me digging into things before we even as, start to debate. As somebody who owns a coffee shop or a coffee company. Coffee roaster. This is an <laughs> yeah. issue near and dear to my heart. Mm -hmm. uh, cafes, other sources are saying they typically have a focus on coffee. That's a recurring theme. That is going to be a core component of this conversation. The word cafe fr comes from the French word cafe, which is borrowed from, <laughs> which is borrowed from the Italian cafe which comes from Turkish, kave, and Arabic, kawa. All of them mean coffee. Okay. So that seems to be a very important detail that we need to keep in mind is that cafe, whatever language you are stemming it from, means coffee. Okay. Another definition of cafe is a small restaurant with an enclosed serving space. However... There are cafes with outdoor seating space as well. And this is where I go. These definitions are all across oh the board. Oh, my gosh. It's like, it could be this or this yeah, it's, and it, this. It's basically someone who doesn't want to take personal accountability for anything mm. that they're putting on the internet. So they yeah. just create a definition that could be anything. I mean, the internet is all about accountability. All about accountability. Yeah. Restaurants are typically larger in size compared to cafes. And well, this led I, me to a few questions. On, yeah, no, I'm with you. Uh, that immediately led in immediate ah, questions. Ah. This, this is what I'm saying is usually definitions provide yeah. me with a concrete starting point. This one just opened up more questions than yeah. what I even started with. Restaurant. You are offered a menu. Cafes have limited food displayed on walls or menu boards. <laughs> Restaurants serve you. Cafes, typically you serve yourself. And I think what they meant by that is like counter service. Okay, yeah, and you like bust your own dishes, blah, blah, blah. And there's some more questions that come up oh, from that. Oh, there's a lot more now. So those are all the themes I found through the different definitions. Mm -hmm. There was no one definition that made me feel like I knew more the difference between a restaurant and cafe. I have mm -hmm. a, a vague idea of what each is that aligns with what you and I probably mm -hmm. think. 
And this is where I did a deep dive into the history of cafes and restaurants. Mm -hmm. So buckle up because I'm just going to run all the way through the history, but I'll be sure to point out small points. Or if you hear something that you go, that could be of importance later. Shout it out. Mm -hmm. Cafe history. The first recorded cafes date back to 1475 in Istanbul, Turkey, with a coffee shop named Kiva Han. They served strong Turkish coffee. Another source says the first cafe opened in 1550 in Constantinople, Istanbul. Cafes opened in France in the late 1600s, and they became an essential part of Parisian lifestyle. Mm-hmm. This probably explains why the word cafe become, became the most so big, yep. the popular use of the word. Cafes grew in popularity in Europe in the late 17th century due to their importance in the social sphere and their ease of convenience for fast and more affordable food. Okay. However, cafes often, in these early days in France, often served beer, hot chocolate, and lemonade. The beer point being there is where you start to get some gray area. Yes. It became an important part of the Enlightenment era because people from any social class could patronize cafes. Higher class would avoid them for fear of losing status. (laughs) The upper class began viewing cafes as a nuisance because it was outside of their control. King Charles II described them as a place where the disaffected met and spread scandalous reports concerning the conduct of his majesty and his ministers. Oh, so it was like the like low, you know. Yeah. the, the ca- all the scums. So basically the cafes are like, like a- places that anyone could go because they're uh, affordable. Mm-hmm. And then for, uh, this is where it gets interesting, the ability to go through social spheres, which I think rings true today, is that cafes are a place where you'll find every type of person, Mm -hmm. and that's because some people are going because it's more affordable, some people are going because it's fast and easy compared to going to a restaurant. Okay, keep... I I have a comment, but I'll just let you keep going. Why don't you say your comment? Yeah, yeah. So then what's the difference between a cafe and a coffee shop? We could get into that. But do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But... But I, I'm, I'm feeling like the def- if, if we were back, if we were doing a podcast back in the 1500s, we would definitely have a definition between a cafe and a restaurant. Because yeah. a restaurant sounded like it was the elite would go to a restaurant. And that, that comes back into play in the restaurant history. So yeah. this theme of like social spheres and mm. different classes plays a big part in restaurants and cafes. French cafes today are more like restaurants. And that was a point that was made, mm-hmm. which I also found interesting. In the mid-20th century in Bogota, Colombia, a major coffee-producing country, cafes became popular along with coffee bars, coffee clubs, and even coffee pools. A coffee pool? Yeah. So what, in Like swimming pool? In mid-20th century. Or like game pool. Yeah, uh, I believe they meant pool, like a, like kind of a party vibe, but focused around coffee. Can you imagine, like, sitting in a pool drinking coffee? Like, ugh. Maybe, uh, they probably weren't doing... On a doing... hot night in Bogota? This is the... I'm so confused. This is the mid-20th century. Air conditioning was probably not as popularized or affordable, and if you're in Colombia, maybe they're acclimated to the weather, so a hot beverage to them doesn't sound so revolting as to us where we spend nine months out of the year in, like, below 50 degrees and three of those months in below freezing. Uh, But in Bogota, (laughs) Colombia, it was popular because the drink aligned itself with secular values and helped bridge the intellectual and physical gap of social standings. So we see again, coffee and cafes become like the center point of breaking down walls between social classes and having spaces for that. 
Then we get to the U.S. in the 1960s. Uh, 1960s New York coffee house culture was limited to chock full of nuts, which was a local chain with modest coffee and muffins, and then mom-and-pop shops that survived the Depression. So basically mom-and-pop shops that kind of made it through the Depression and were able to pop back up after so. Then Howard Schultz of Starbucks fame came back from Italy inspired by the espresso and cafe culture there and widely spread what is now called the second wave of coffee exploding yeah. in popularity in the 80s and early 90s. So really previous to Starbucks. Are we on third wave coffee now? Or are we Technically third wave. There's some okay. people that would argue we're in the fourth wave now, but there's no clear definition as to what that might like, mean. If you really think about it, like, yeah, if we think about MCU-wise, you know, right? You know, like. No, Marvel, I don't. Continue. The Marvel Cinematic <laughs> no, Universe. Yeah, I know, you know that, but like you're yeah. saying it's like MCU. Yeah, you yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know how they have like all these different stages, you know? Yeah. Like stage one, stage two, we're, like, yeah. we're on like, you know, phase or whatever. We're on phase four of the, you know? So we're on, you would say we're on third phase or our third. Yeah. Third, third wave, of, wave coffee of coffee is okay. definitely where I still would consider it because I haven't. There's some people that say we're in the fourth wave, and I go, but what is the signifying thing? Mm. Um, and usually waves are signified with major brands gaining popularity. So okay. for Starbucks, they are a clear indicator that we are in a new wave of coffee because this new – so like lattes, cappuccinos, yeah. all those things were not popular in the U.S. before mm-hmm. Starbucks. Yeah. It was when Howard Schultz went over to Italy, yep. saw this culture, and was like, wow, this is amazing. Yep. I want to start doing that. He actually got shut down – by the original owners of Starbucks, because Starbucks started as a spice and whole bean shop. Oh, really? Yeah, so he was a salesman that would frequently stop through Seattle, yeah. found this shop, was like, this place is amazing, yeah. and just was like banging down their door of, let me do sales for you. Uh-huh. He came back from Italy. He said, we need to put an espresso machine and serve brewed coffee and espresso oh. in our shops, and they said no. So he, I forget what the brand is called, but he actually started a separate brand of mm. coffee shops with like an Italian name. Yeah. And then later bought out Starbucks and then and used, used that, that name to grow. So Starbucks was just selling beans and spices. It was a bean and uh, it was a, a coffee bean and spice shop. Huh. So basically they were just selling high quality coffee and that's why they're popular is people could use that at home. Yeah. So that's the second wave. Then the third wave is brought on by brands like Blue Bottle, Birch, La Colombe, Intelligentsia. Yeah. And it basically meant that they're focusing more on the higher quality coffee with less focus on like seasonal, uh, seasonal novelty drinks. And they're just focusing on the coffee itself. So okay. Starbucks, obviously, like you think about the things they push the most, your pumpkin spice latte, your, your mm-hmm. holiday b- drinks. That's where they're getting a lot of their business are these mm-hmm. like blended kind of novelty drinks. Mm-hmm. The third wave, it signifies that... Our menu rotates less. Yes, we're going to have seasonal drinks, but the focus is the coffee itself. So that's kind of obviously a little bit of coffee history, but closely uh, entwined to cafe culture in the U.S. And then we go with a cafe is technically a type of restaurant. Mm. And that's where it gets interesting is I don't know if we're going to be discussing what is a cafe and what isn't a restaurant, but maybe... Mm. When could you consider a restaurant a cafe? Then the last point on cafe history. The word cafe is an example of lexical drift. This is a linguistics term referring to the fact that the meaning of the word changes over time. Mm -hmm. So throughout history, cafe has been used in a number of ways where I think today it's probably used very loosely, Mm -hmm. and that's why we have this debate today. Also, lexical drift is a great phrase to know. Yeah, it's also a great name for a cafe. 
That is cool. They reference literally as being a good example of lexical drift, where literally used to literally mean literally. Now (laughs) it's used so often that it means not literally. Literally, it doesn't mean literally. Yeah, so literally, literally literally does not mean literally. It's a lexical drift. I was like, that is... Were you like... Yeah, but then you go, that makes sense, because if someone says, oh my God, I was literally dying, no one goes, oh my God. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, okay. So here's kind of my definition of of a cafe. And, and, you know, I, I understand that it, it is it is like cafe and restaurant. It was a elitist term, right? So cafe was like, oh, yeah, anybody can come here, whatever. They can grab a drink. It's casual, blah, blah, blah. There'll be food here too, blah, blah, blah. While restaurant was held at a higher standard of like, this is where the, you know, the socially elite, the social elite will go and you have to wear a certain kind of thing. But I think a lot of those borders and, you know, a lot of those boundaries have been broken, right? Now, cafe to me has always meant like it's a place that's open in the morning and it could op- go till lunchtime two two thirty, or if it does do dinner they close by eight you know so it's not like a late night blah 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 whatever you know this while is one restaurant of the up. yeah i'm sorry if i'm jumping ahead no 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 you're not jumping ahead but that same point came to mind that i didn't find in yeah. any of the definitions is hours of operation yeah and where i would think a restaurant is i mean a restaurant could be open Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But to be honest, having a restaurant run breakfast, lunch, and dinner, it's pretty tough. But it's maybe they're just a lunch and dinner place or even just a dinner place. Yeah. While it's a restaurant. Now, I would say the cafe sometimes has a focus, sometimes has a focus on the coffee. You know? And And that's where it gets interesting. And I think this is where the bay comes up. But the things you're saying are pretty closely entwined with uh, restaurant history. Mm -hmm. So... The most early versions of modern restaurants came from France in a culinary revolution launched in yeah. the 18th century. Freaking French. The first use of the word is from 1765. A man named Boulanger advertised restorative food. The word restore in French is restaurer. So you can see how that led to. I can't, Bro, by I can't the way, do when, when you do French with that mustache, I, I just like I just believe you. I can't do French in any way, shape, or form. Name Jean But here's where it gets interesting is the place that Boulanger was referring to. <laughs> Dude, the, you remind me of Steve Martin on uh, on uh, Pink Panther, you know, like with that mustache. I'll, uh, I'll take it. Yeah. I, yeah I, that's another banjo-playing fellow that I yeah. enjoy. This first place that he was referring to as restorative food was more of a health food shop selling bouillon, slow-simmered bone broth or consomme. Yeah, bouillon, yep. So restorative makes sense that you're like, this is bone broth, so it's like restorative food. So that was the first use of the word, but the first true restaurants arrived in the uh, 1760s and 1770s, capitalizing on a growing Enlightenment era sensibility among the uh, the wealthy merchant class in Paris. And I was reading, and the first sentence was, they believed knowledge was obtained by being sensitive to the world around you. I was like, oh, that's a nice sentiment. Like, they start Mm -hmm. to view food as, like, we're being sensitive to the world around us. We're not going to, we're going to expose ourselves to different food and cultures. However, that sentence was followed by, and they did this by not eating coarse foods associated with common people. (laughs) (laughs) And they did this by not eating food that poor people would eat. Yeah, so basically they're like, the wealthy are like, oh no, we're exposing ourselves to other cultures, other foods. It's making us more sensitive to the world. But also, it does nicely separate us from the commoners eating their coarse bread. 
Yeah, it's like it's like we want to understand the knowledge of the world, but we are also douchebags. <laughs> <laughs> However, one of the earliest examples of restaurant culture began in 1100 AD mm-hmm. in China. Yeah, bring it to Asia, baby. In the cities Kaifeng and Hangzhou, both with populations of a million each, which mm-hmm. is wild mm-hmm. in 1100 AD. Yeah. The original rest- restaurants were for Chinese tradesmen not accustomed yep. to the local foods. Yep. And so these establishments were tailored to the food styles of the visiting tradesmen. Yep. So it's literally the opposite of kind of, of what a lot of people think of restaurants, that they yeah. go, I want to go places to try foods I could never try. Yeah. The original restaurants were like, we're going to have food that when yeah. they come here, they know what they're eating and it's yep. familiar. And then in Japan, the restaurant culture arose out of the Japanese tea house tradition mm-hmm. of the 1500s. This brought on the multi-course kaiseki dining tradition. Kaiseki, yep, which is translates to uh, kind of the, like the chef's menu. Like yes, the chef will just you know kind of make it up. Or, and you know. and kind of the, the origin of it was to tell a story with yep. the meal. And a lot of times it had to do with the season. And th- that brings up an interesting point about multiple courses. Mm-hmm. So one point that was brought up about the difference between a restaurant and cafe mm-hmm. is cafe, even if they have a food menu, it's one course. It yeah. is your lunch or it is your dinner. They're mm-hmm. not going to have appetizers, yeah. dinner, dessert. Mm-hmm. It's a single course. The first American fine dining restaurant in America was opened in New York City in the 19th century. It's called Delmonico. Yep. It's opened in 1837. With That's where you get the Delmonico steak from. Exactly. With private dining suites, a thousand, uh, thousand wine bottle cellar. So they had a thousand bottles of wine in their cellar, which is probably pretty wild in the 19th Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of inventory. You know, <laughs> imagine the guy who has to do inventory every month. They claim to be the first ever to use tablecloths. Yeah. They invented, like you said, yep. the Delmonico steak. Uh, which is like a ribeye. Which is like a ribeye. Yep. Uh, they also claim to have invented Eggs Benedict, Baked Alaska, Lobster Newberg, and Chicken a la Keen. Yeah, there's a lot of claim. Yeah, that's a lot of claim there. That was from them. So I was like, oh. okay. <laughs> It'd be pretty it's like, tough it's to like that. It's like that dude in high school was like, dude, I could have totally gone pro. Yeah, and you go, no, I was the first one ever used tablecloths. Like, yeah, yeah. No, 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 man. I, I was definitely going to go pro. So that know? is the full history. Yes of cafes and restaurants. The themes I'm noticing, size of the physical establishment, mm-hmm. restaurants being larger, cafes being smaller, seems to be brought up across multiple sources. Yep. Cafes having some sort of focus on coffee, which makes mm-hmm. sense because the word literally means coffee, and then something to do with the food menu, food yep. and drink menu, that restaurants have a large food menu, cafes have a small food menu. Mm-hmm. So the question I think has changed from what's the difference to when could a restaurant be considered a cafe and when does a cafe stop being a restaurant? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think cafe now is just a word now too that you throw on. That lexical drift. So if I were to ask you yeah. what comes to mind if I were to say I'm opening a restaurant, it's called Cafe du Rob, or it's Rob's Cafe, or it's the, the Minneapolis <laughs> Cafe du Rob, uh, the Minneapolis Cafe, or whatever it may be. What would come to your mind that this place is going to be like, or even like your example of Driftless Cafe? What are your yeah. examples of places that call themselves cafes? Yeah, I mean, like right away, I just think of, oh, I can come here in the morning and get breakfast. Yes, you know, uh, and you know, there's. There's a good coffee program. They probably called this guy named Rob from Folly. Comes in, set up his stuff. 
you know. If they're smart. Yeah, if they're smart, you know. And Filterra will take care of all their, you know, uh, cold press needs, you know, stuff like that. You know, um, and if they don't have that, they're not a cafe. This episode is brought to you, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Um, and then I, I would always consider like, um, it sounds weird, but there's like this, like, <laughs> like I think, I don't know why when I think of cafe, I think that there's always this like refrigerator display, you know, where it's like, yeah, like, like you have like the broccoli salad too, you know, and yeah. then you have the, you know, you know, the Mac salad in there and you can get them in like cups or bowls yeah, or that or pastries, I, like yeah, some then, display yep, case. Yeah. yeah. And there's like soup. You know, there's some kind of soup, soup of the day. Would you at a cafe expect to have a waiter waiting on you? No. Nope. Yep. It would be all, um, you know, you get the little number. Yep. You know, you get a little number. Is Chipotle a restaurant? Yes. Why? They don't serve any coffee. <coughs> no coffee, no tea. Is McDonald's a restaurant? There's the McCafe now. Have you seen that? So maybe McDonald's also did a podcast episode on the difference between restaurant and cafe and said that if we're going to serve coffee, we need to separate it out entirely breakfast, as a lunch, brand. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? McCafe, right? That's oh, like, yeah. That's and like- McCafe, people do not realize. <laughs> so people go, oh, Starbucks' biggest competitors are probably, yeah. oh, it's Caribou here, it's Pete's yeah. Coffee out no. west, and you go, or Dunkin' out yeah. east, and you're like, no, no, no. It's McDonald's. Starbucks, Number one competitor, by far, not even close, yeah. is McCafe. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, would would McDonald's be a cafe then? That's what I'm asking you. Ah, well, then that would make Burger King a cafe. Because so the reason I brought up Chipotle first is yeah. because you go up, you serve your so fast yeah. casual restaurant. Yep. yep. I mean, even Union Mung Kitchen yep. is a great yep. example. You go up and you order your own food. You go and pick it up. Mm-hmm. So that takes out the thing that you're being served mm-hmm. on. So. Okay, well, something can still be a restaurant even if it's fast yeah. casual. However, if it's a fast casual without coffee, it's still a restaurant. Yeah. What if it's a fast casual or fast food restaurant well, that has coffee? C- c- okay. So does it just it has coffee or it has coffee that's like well known? Like, do, do you know what I'm saying? So this is why McDonald's is the perfect thing to kind of bring to the table here yeah. because they are a top one or two player in yeah. American coffee. Yeah. You know, cause I would make that argument that McDonald's is a cafe because if the way we're d- defining a cafe, like it's, it's a place where it's breakfast, lunch and dinner and you have, and, and you know, just cause McDonald's is open 24 hours or whatever. Some of them are over late. doesn't matter. It's breakfast. They're still doing breakfast, lunch and dinner. And some McDonald's do breakfast all day. You know, so, and they have coffee that's notable coffee, you know, because they say, there's some of these restaurants that are like, they'll have coffee for the sake of, oh yeah, you want a coffee. You just have to have Yeah, it. and they yeah. sell like eight cups a week or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, um, you're in the business. Um, and that's not a cafe, but yeah. I mean, would Burger King be a cafe then too? They and, have coffee. And that's where it drops off, I think, because... The argument for McDonald's being a cafe is intriguing, except I think this is why it's kind of the perfect example is, does the multiple course thing throw it off? Because in my mind... What do you mean multiple course? So McDonald's has your entree. They have sides. You could get appetizers or like desserts. So I don't... You could do that at a cafe. Think about it. Like, think about a cafe. It doesn't matter how big the dishes are. Like, what if they had, like... At some cafes, there are side salads, 
You know, at some cafes mm. you can get fries. Some cafes you'd be like, oh, I like the you know the broccoli salad or whatever. So the hours of operation, because there's coffee shops here, like Spy House is open till ten, I yeah, think. But or Spy House doesn't do them. food. Right, they have pastries, they have pastries that are brought in. So the hours of operation, you can be open and that's from why they're early. Co- they're a coffee shop. Yeah, and so you could be open from early morning to late night as a cafe, and you still be a cafe. You could be a restaurant that's open just after lunch. So if you're a restaurant that closes at 3, if you're like, we are world famous for our lunch, mm-hmm. and then we just close at 3 for the yeah, day. Yeah. It's is, more like a diner type, but... So is a diner a cafe? Because when I think diner, I start to think cafe, but maybe that's because of the size. The size of the space of a diner is usually smaller, so it's like a cafe. I don't think it matters. Size doesn't matter. That's what I've been told. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but I, I, I really think, too, that like a diner is not a cafe because the food is done quick service right in front. what if you were a restaurant right yeah. let's so let's let's take your restaurant okay you open as a dinner concept yep. only yep you get really popular we go we're gonna expand into lunch yep you're you're selling out at lunch you, yep. go, you know what i think we've got the chops to be able to start doing breakfast okay so we're gonna greatly improve our coffee program and we're gonna have the best coffee in town so now you have a restaurant that is now doing what coffee should i be getting well the answer is obvious. If you're here or any really where in the U.S., let's say you're serving Folly Coffee. Yeah. Oh, because oh, oh, okay. you care about quality yeah. and taste. Yes, and uh, I care about people. Yes, and the ethical treatment of the workers and, and training and, and training and customer yeah. service uh, of you and Jeff. <laughs> the ethical training, the ethical, uh, you know, the workers. You yeah, and Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> the ethical treatment. Half of Folly is treated very fairly from a work life perspective, <laughs> and that could even be argued. Uh, <laughs> so let's say you then. Start a breakfast program, and people go, this is the best coffee program I've ever seen. And you start to become known for your coffee. You still have a multi-course, open-late dinner program with full wine beer menu. You serve lunch, but really you become, like, known for your breakfast and coffee. I'll be very honest, bro. Like, this is one of those, like, what if... Yeah. I grew wings and fly too, kind of theory. You know, this, that's never really ever happened before. But like you're saying, the what if? And we're just dreaming big. Like you would say that our definition would change to be in a cafe. Would it be? Because in my mind, I go, that's a restaurant with a great coffee program. But because in for me, <coughs> the multi being served on. I think if you're being waited on, it's almost immediately a restaurant. Yeah, because like if we're talking about Vini, you know the one we're building out, and that happens to Vini, you know what I'm saying? Like everything yeah. that you just you know predicted there, if that happens to Vini. Eventually, we're like, oh, lunch, oh, breakfast, oh, we got great coffee, blah blah. Because we're with Folly Coffee, you know. Like if that happened, we're still having servers. Like it's yeah. not counter, okay. So it's still a restaurant. So I think that's that's a concrete thing. Yeah. So that- I think we identify identify it as counter service has to be part, to be a cafe it has to be counter service. Cafe is counter service. Yep. And, counter so, service. Okay. And so I I should say we should put stipulations of everything mm-hmm. that there are exceptions to the rule. So like when when Chef Jamie had Grand Cafe, mm-hmm. obviously a great establishment where you're getting served. Mm-hmm. That's more somebody being like I like the branding feel of the yeah, word cafe. Grand Cafe. Which came from the name before it, which was a cafe, where they were known for their breakfast. So cafe is counter service. I think that is, and then a restaurant is table service. I I would agree, yeah. 
And then if a place is counter service and they don't have coffee, or coffee is not a big feature, yeah. If it's it, so, so like coffee Chipotle. slash brunch, if you want to call it that, is not a big feature, then it's a, a restaurant. It's a restaurant and a fast casual type concept. Yeah. So that's fast casual does have its own category, yeah. but it, like, that's, it like almost Chipotle. Yeah, like Chipotle but it almost, is lunch and dinner. It almost should have a different word from restaurant because it's like mm-hmm. calling those restaurants feels a little weird to me because it's like yeah, not I mean, the same as when I say I'm going to a restaurant. I think there are restaurants. Like if we define restaurants as a place to sit down and eat at, you know, they're restaurants. So if I if I am on a first date with someone yeah. and I go, I'm going to take you to a restaurant. Yeah. And then we go to Chipotle. A, 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 maybe not Chipotle, but like a fast casual. Yeah. Do you think that date would be surprised that you're like, no, oh, I thought we were going to a restaurant. What it, if you're saying fast casual as in oh sorry uh you're saying fast casual as like like a kind of like a chipotle concept style yeah counter service counter, counter service, service food yeah where you're ordering from someone and then you go pick up your yeah. food let me ask you something then we're gonna blow i'm gonna blow up your mind a little bit a food truck is that a fast casual kind of food truck slash food trailer it's a mobile fast casual concept really when you think yeah about you go it. in you pick up your food and yeah you come, yeah so so but i think we've got that cafe is definitely counter service if mm-hmm. you're being waited on it's a restaurant yes here was a thought i had as i was reading through the history mm-hmm. is how much of cafes being different from restaurants was because cafes originated in areas where coffee drinking was kind of the primary beverage, areas where there's little to no drinking culture, probably due to religion. And so cafes were really restaurants, but they just didn't have booze because they're like, no one drinks booze here. Cafe was the coffees of pubs. Yes, that's that's exactly what I'm getting at. It's like, yeah. So when you think about places that different social classes from top to bottom can go to, they become more popular with the quote-unquote lower classes yeah. because the wealthy are like, it gets to a point where the wealthy are like, I'm not going to be seeing you there. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. the wealthy get uh, nervous because people are going to pubs, yep. which is short for public house. They're yep. going to cafes, and this yep. is where they're having those conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so pubs and cafes... Are, are brother, kind of the same. They're, they're like brothers and sisters or cousins. What would you say? I'd say cousins. Cousins. I okay. think just because it's they're like... They're the same family. But, they're in the yeah. same family, but like your intent of going to yeah. one to the other is very different. Um, so that could almost be like, that's why places like Ireland, pubs the, are very, very popular. There's not a huge say, cafe okay. culture. Would you say that the pubs are cafes of the night? Cafes are pubs of the mornings. Or the light. Oh, my gosh. Think about that. Pubs are cafes of the night, while cafes are pubs of the light. <laughs> Dude, that's a t-shirt. So, but okay. You, you, actually, to go back to one that I actually want to make into a t-shirt yeah. is that King Charles II, the second quote is, a cafe is a place where the disaffected meet and spread scandalous reports concerning the conduct of his majesty and his ministers. And then can, just folly coffee over that. Can you can you put that as a sign and then we go to every cafe we know and just put that sign I, up I think everywhere. that is a beautiful <laughs> sentiment. That so, he, he actually intended for that to discourage yeah. people to go and it encouraged people to go. They go, oh, this is where we go to talk shit about his majesty. So... Okay, so I'm thinking about this too, and you're, you're right because the cafes in France start serving wine yes. too. 
And there's lots of cafes, yeah. I mean, even but, in the U.S., that yeah. beer and wine. Yeah, yes. But when you're talking about some of the origins of the cafes were in this religious area where they didn't drink alcohol, so it was just purely the coffee. Yeah. It makes complete sense. Yeah. So when it moves to France, they offer yeah, wine, wine and beer. Yeah. Uh, and it even said that, like, some of the early cafes were serving beer, hot chocolate, lemonade, yeah. uh, because they were just catering to their population. Yeah. But, like, that's... Because I was like, why is the word coffee so closely tied to cafe, mm-hmm. but restaurant is just like restorative food? It's mm-hmm. because the place, the places or place, depending on your source, that ca- that cafes became popular was a coffee drinking culture based out of religion where they, they just don't drink alcohol. And so it's easy to say this is the, the beverage that we focus on. Then that lexical drift happens where they go, okay, this is a cafe where we drink coffee. We also have all these other beverages. That brings me to my next question. Is a deciding factor between a cafe and a restaurant just where it would be weird to have three drinks at? What do you mean? If you were to go to a cafe and be like, I'll get a beer. I'm like, okay. You drink that beer. Then you go back to the barista. I'll have a second beer. And they go, oh, wow, I've maybe never seen that before. And then you go up for that third beer, and they're like, is this person getting drunk at a cafe? Okay, but what time is he getting that beer? Most cafes, most cafes, some, I, I don't know. Let's, I, let's say 5 o'clock because you, you, of Jimmy Buffett rules. You're going three beers deep at 5? Jimmy Buffett rules. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. That's when it's socially acceptable to start drinking. Uh, okay, but I think that if they're taking down three beers around five or six, you know, you know what I'm saying? I think it's like not a blink in the eye. Now, if it's 930 in the morning, and they, they're dropping three beers. It's like, oh, buddy, what happened last night? You know, because I've, I've made this point even before this podcast is like, how weird would it be to get hammered at a Chipotle? Because they have like margaritas and tequila. Do they? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So you could, in theory, go to a Chipotle, keep getting in line. Yeah. And then just like, would you get cut off at a Chipotle or would I, they be oh, like. Any restaurant would cut off if you became a little drunk and belligerent. I think you'd be less likely to get cut off at a Chipotle because they're not trained to do it as well as a restaurant That's because true. they're like, no one's ever <laughs> had more like than. 17 is like, okay. Yeah, no one's ever had more than. That's a good point. Yeah. If a cashier is like 16, would they have to, every time you order a drink, pull someone over to be like, you have yeah. to serve this to them? Yeah, 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 yeah. So. I, I also think of cafes as in like, like for example, other than like drip coffee where you can get like a refill for 25 cents or whatever. Yeah. Like, do you go up? Like, so when you, like, for example, you get a latte, you, whatever, you're working at a cafe, whatever. Oh, that's the other thing too. At cafes, you're, it's also a working place. Interesting. You would never go to a restaurant to get work done. Yeah. I tried at a brewery once and didn't really feel right. And that goes kind of back to the point of cafes being a social space where like, yeah, eh, I guess you'd say like where conversation happens or like, but there's a consistent theme of so, different yeah. classes of artists, yep. of workers, of so, tradesmen. So restaurant, it's very normal for people to come in and like meet up at restaurants and blah, 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 you know, like dates and business and whatever, right? You can also do that at a cafe, right? Yeah. But at a cafe or at restaurants, a lot of times you don't see people flipping up their laptop. 
Or some of the guys I see at some of these cafes, they flip out their laptop. They also have an, another, like, extending monitor, and they have their video <laughs> game headsets on, and then they also have, like, everything spread out. Right? Like, they create their command center. Or when somebody's on a Zoom call, and you yeah. can tell they're getting upset with you for making too much background noise. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Did you go to a public space? Yeah. Post up for an hour on a meeting that yeah. you're yelling at the you're screen? Like, Carol, Carol, no. I need Q2 right now. I'm sorry. The background noise here is a little loud. Yeah. It's a little loud. And it's like, but dude, you're in a space that's echoey. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. in a public any yeah. any person that creates noise pollution or thinks that their noise is more mm-hmm. important than other noise in a public space, mm-hmm. jailable offense. Absolutely. If you're on a Zoom call in public, if you are on a speaker phone call. Oh, don't even get me started. If you are on a speaker like, phone or like FaceTime a FaceTime call, call speaker phone up. Yep, and you're looking at it, and you're just like, da, 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 da. I saw a lady in the airport do that. In Like, we were on the plane getting ready to take off, and she's still just chit-chatting loud. And I'm like... Straight to jail. I'm like, dude, feel the room. Just, it's one night in jail. Yeah. It's not gonna it's not gonna terribly affect yeah. your life, but it's, it's enough to make that you reconsider. You have to spend one night without your phone to really yep. think about what you've done to the people around mm-hmm. you. Anyways, cafes. Yes, back to cafes here. <laughs> well, I feel like I don't. Cafe- but see, I don't know if I would say that's a pretty good general rule. Is that there's probably someone doing work when you're at a cafe. There's probably not someone doing work when you're at a restaurant. But I don't know if that necessarily defines the space. But I think it might. It actually. does, dude. I think it does. And then places where, like, do you ever go into Chipotle? At like eleven thirty for lunch, and then flip up your computer and get a burrito, eat burrito, and then just sit there for the next three hours and do work on do emails. And that's kind of the point is like this the, the intention behind the space. Yeah, you know, or but a cafe like they won't blink an eye. And a cafe they usually cater to that need. Yeah, they and have instead of having even the food is catered to that kind of need. And then they. You know, cafe, the reason they don't have like a lot of four toppers, six yep. toppers, ten toppers is because they're like almost everyone here comes alone. So we're going to either create like group tables where you can sit next to someone or it's going to be a lot of two toppers where one or two people can come to sit down. So th- I think that is actually a really good defining factor is like what is the space intended for? Is it intended mm-hmm. as a space to more so get work done, which is ironic because mm-hmm. that is the opposite of the original intention mm-hmm. behind a cafe. Okay, so here I'm going to throw something else out too. Musical, a live musical guess. More, more likely to happen in a cafe or a restaurant? Depending on the type of music, I think cafes are more likely to have open mics yep. or a single person playing acoustic music. Restaurants, depending on the vibe, yeah, are more likely to have like a band or have a piano player or someone mm-hmm. playing louder music if they're trying to create like a very lively vibe. Yeah, but that goes back into the working thing where you're like, even an open mic, that's like to create a calm, cool vibe at a cafe versus a restaurant might not want that as much. But that goes into the bar territory. Like yep. bars, you're going to see live music as yep. much as possible if you're a yeah, bar we, owner. We're not, yeah, we're not even getting to bars. Can, not even getting to bars. Because that's, that's bars tough. and pubs, right? And then you go, like, what is a bar and restaurant? And then what's a wine bar? Yeah. What's considered a wine bar? And that's a whole separate discussion. Yeah. So, so far, really the only concrete things we have is that a cafe is counter service. Yep. And the space is usually... It's seen as socially normal or acceptable to go and get work done for extended periods of time. 
I would also say too is cafes are open from like morning, like hours. Like, yeah, hours. On average, On a average, cafe is going to open earlier and close much earlier than a restaurant. Yes. So I think those three factors. Is there anything? And then coffee focus. Yep, it has to be coffee focus. So that you the know? coffee is a major focus yep. of the place, and I think that ultimately is going to be the most defining factor between a restaurant and cafe. Is mm-hmm. like how much of the focus is placed on the coffee. Yeah, because you know, like, I mean, coffee is life, right? <laughs> you know, and if, and that also kind of. <laughs> and if you don't have folly coffee in your life, then what is life? If, if that kind of goes back to your point earlier that, like, let's say that hypothetical scenario: dinner place mm-hmm. turns into lunch, turns into breakfast with great coffee. Mm-hmm. You go, that's a restaurant that places additional focus on coffee yep. versus a coffee focused place that later started serving dinner. Yep, yep. And I think those factors are pretty easy to answer if someone were to say, "What's the difference between a restaurant or cafe?" Yeah. And then I think what we were talking about too is because of what what was that fancy word or that that word your what's that really cool word that linguistic word oh lexical drift yeah because of lexical drift a cafe is now a type of restaurant it's like a it's a vibe yeah so so to have a, like to, to to what the word cafe behind it is to say yeah this is what we're like this is what we want the space to be so there's like you know there's the definition of cafe. And I think the modern day 2022 branding of cafe Mm -hmm. is like, this is going to be an intimate, quiet space. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think you ever go to a place that's called a cafe and it's like bumping. Yeah. yeah, And so I think it's almost like gives you this feel that it's going to be intimate, maybe a smaller space or the feel of a smaller space. It's Mm -hmm. going to be quieter. It's going to be probably upscale. Mm -hmm. Upscale? Cafe? Maybe not upscale, but upscale, but like. But see, that's a diner territory. I think it's because I had Grand Cafe in my mind that I was like, I'm just literally yeah. picturing that space. But like, is a diner a cafe? No, because what diner? Like, is there if if the diner has a focus? So we we could say that. So we we have restaurant up here, a, a restaurant, and under the restaurant you have a cafe is a restaurant, and then but after under cafe do you have diners then or is it or is diners under restaurant and not cafe i think diners under cafe and this thought just popped in my head if you're at a place and they're asking you do you want anything to drink if you're at a cafe they're saying would you like anything to drink would you like a coffee okay but here's the deal the type of coffee diner coffee it, but okay, but then that's all it is. It's diner coffee. No knock on diner coffee. But oh, it's no, diner it's, coffee. It's awful, but in the best kind of way. Yeah, yeah. But but it's diner coffee, right? But can you say, can I get a latte? Can I get a cappuccino? Can I get an Probably americano? Probably not. Yeah. So then that's why it's not a cafe. The cafe has a whole menu of coffee drinks. So a diner is a breakfast focused restaurant. Breakfast and lunch focused restaurant, but it's gray area because it probably opens earlier. And yep, probably like, yeah, closes six seven. Earlier. Yeah, probably opens till two two thirty. But is m- more likely to be like open twenty four hours versus yep. a cafe. And if it is open twenty four hours, the focus is breakfast food, or breakfast and lunch food, and then to, or regular hours, whatever. It's, to circle back, using my corporate speak here, let's mm-hmm. circle back on an earlier topic <laughs> because. They are one of America's top coffee sellers. Yeah. Because they have early hours. Yep. Because it is counter service. Mm-hmm. Is McDonald's a restaurant or a cafe? I think McDonald's is a cafe. I think McDonald's I is I think, a cafe. I think they started out as a restaurant. 
because I thought we would find something along this way where we go, oh, no, McDonald's has this. So it, it because I was like, well, they have multiple if, courses. If we're going they with the salads, definition that we're talking about now. Sorry, I didn't mean to talk. No, no, no you're good. But if we're going to the definition that we're talking now. McDonald's is a cafe. Because. McCafe. Their counter service. Counter service. Their coffee. So here's the one is they're, they're coffee focused, but maybe not even by their own definite. Like they wouldn't consider themselves coffee focused. But when you look at that business, mm-hmm. they're coffee focused. Yeah. How many people go through and goes, yeah, I'll get coffee or in the mornings. It's like, yeah, I'll get some coffee. I'll get some coffee. And now they're, they, they have all the other they coffee drinks, espresso drinks. Yeah. Basically their version of fraps, blended yep. drinks, uh, lattes, all this yep. stuff. They have everything that a coffee shop would have. And that's where I, I'll, I'll answer the last question is you said like, what's the difference between that and a coffee shop is I think coffee shop and cafe are interchangeable terms. Cafe and restaurants are interchangeable. Coffee shop Sorry. and cafe. No. Why? Cause, cause could you still call it a cafe if it just has pastries that's been brought in? So a coffee shop is the furthest end of the spectrum of yes. coffee focus where yes. you go coffee is the only focus and then we might not Starbucks. even have is that a coffee shop or a cafe that's a cafe how none of their food is made there it's all in the you know it's all in the uh, turbo chef basically which is a glorified uh you know it's a, it's a really expensive microwave you know they have pastries in, but they brought they brought in none. Food is made on the the food has to be made on the spot to be considered a cafe. And then if you were to ask somebody like, "What is Starbucks?" Like if you went to the grocery store and bought Starbucks, or if you went and bought a Starbucks, what are you buying? Like, well, coffee. Yeah, because it's a coffee shop. Yep. Then a cafe. So you basically have the spectrum from coffee focus to mm-hmm. pure food focus. So it's like cafe, or I'm sorry, it's coffee shop, purely coffee focus. Then you've got cafe. Has a coffee focus, but also limited food menu of some That's sort. made on the spot. That's made on mm-hmm. the spot, so it's made there. Then you have diner, mm-hmm. which has coffee, but is not the focus of what they're doing. Breakfast focus. Breakfast fo- focus restaurant. Yeah, breakfast lunch. And you have restaurant, which can serve coffee. And then, and then if you continue to go on that spectrum. Ice cream shops. Then you have bars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yep, you have bars. And all different types of bars and yep. pubs. Y- yep, and, and, and bars uh, somehow will have some kind of food. But it's less focused it's on the food. It's less focused on the food and more on the drink. Bro, did we just, like, we just cr- change, like, the food service world? We just have a full spectrum of what is your restaurant, what do you call it, from coffee shop all the way down to like beer only, wine only bar or like yeah. beer wine. And liquor then, yeah, only. you have buying, bar, like wine rest, or sorry, wine bars. And then on the farthest end of it, yeah. you have a tap room where they only serve a beer or they only yes. serve beer. And spirits. the quote unquote kitchen comes in on a truck or on a trailer. And that's the opposite version of a coffee shop, yeah. like you said. And then, and then what is, what is beyond a tap room? Living room. Your buddy's living room, where you don't know if there's booze or food, but you just end up hanging out. <laughs> just I, I think, and then we you're like, leave that yeah, off and then, the spectrum, and then, and then and then you're there, and you're like, hey, and then and then you know what comes you, after uh, your friend's living room? You, what? A shower. Yeah, but but very important on the details here. It's a shower where you are sitting on the yeah. floor of the shower yeah. as the water runs over you. Yeah. And important detail here because we're talking the farthest. Yeah. You are crying yeah, in yeah, this yeah. situation. Yeah. And, and then there may not be food yeah. or drink involved with that. Or yeah, or there's a pizza that you're at, a 
a cold piece of pizza that you're actually eating in the shower. And it's not even good. It's, it's not stale. even good. It's, it's like, stale. Yeah. And it's just getting wet. And, and the moisture from your eyes as you're crying because you don't know if it's tears or showers anymore. And then you wonder, what decisions did I make to bring me here? And, and the water is making yeah. the stale pizza soggy, yeah. but you don't even care because yeah. you're like, I at don't that care. point, it's just like, I just need mush. And that's that's the opposite of a coffee shop, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think that's probably where the spectrum of, or, of food or, and drink. Or during the day, you start at a coffee shop and you hit, oh, we should do that. What if we start at a coffee Cry shop in, in the morning? in a shower and, with and water running over we, us? We, we start at a coffee shop in the morning and we hit all the spectrum. You hit a coffee shop, a cafe, a diner, a restaurant, a bar, a pub, and then your buddy's living room and then cry in a shower while eating cold pizza while sitting on the floor of that said shower. Absolutely. We've, that sounds all in one day. And, and, and yeah. And, and you know, they're like, they're pub crawls and what are these crawls? These is just called a crawl where you crawl across it's, this whole perspective. It's an emotional crawl. It's yeah. not a happy thing at the end no, of the day. No, absolutely not. But it's a cathartic thing. Yeah. That but I, then when you go to bed, you wake up in the next morning and you're just like, man, you know. You go, I felt all yeah, the feelings wow. and now I feel nothing. Yeah, you're like, wow, Tuesday. Which sometimes Tuesday. feeling nothing is, 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 is <laughs> I was going to say, it's great. And I was like, probably not. not. If you're <laughs> feeling nothing, please reach out to the number you see below. <laughs> and this episode brought to you by. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think we figured it out. I think we figured that it out a while good. ago. That was good. So basically, the, the, the main point is McDonald's is a cafe. Yeah. McCafe. And anyone who would argue otherwise, yeah. we now have the distinct bullet points yeah. to be able to say, if you think that McDonald's is a restaurant and it's not a cafe, you're yeah. out of your mind. You can't even just call it, oh, yeah, it's a fast casual or, or it's a fast food restaurant. No, it's a cafe. It's it's a cafe with a drive through window. It's a cafe with a drive through Ooh, does a drive through It does. A, oh. No, 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 because I, in desperate times, went to a Scooters, which is a drive through only cafe. I don't know, bro. If it doesn't have seating inside, is it a cafe? It definitely would be a coffee shop. Yeah, but again, doesn't have seating inside. It's not a coffee shop. So what is a drive-through only? What would you call a drive-through only place? I don't know. That's a new category. Technically, a drive-through is a fast casual. You just happen to stay in your car. Yeah, but it's very important to get out of your car. I have the ability to get out of your car and sit down at, at the location for for me to be considered a cafe. Because if you look at the original well, definition let's, of... Well, let's go back to our spectrum. Yeah, Where well, does we, it fall, okay, does it okay, fall on the spectrum? If you look at the original definition of what a cafe is about, if you look at and you strip everything away, a cafe was a place that didn't matter who you are, didn't matter where you come from, it didn't matter your social status. You can sit down and these common ideas are shared with each other. So these caribous that have been popping up where it's drive through only. Yeah. It's just it's a money grab. Well convenience, convenience. It's a and it's a great idea. <laughs> I, I when they did that, I was like, damn, that's it's it's really popular in yeah. the Pacific Northwest. Okay. Like there's so many drive through only coffee shops. See, even in my mind, I call them drive-through only coffee shops. Maybe this is like the multiverse where you go, we have our spectrum, which is one timeline. Yeah. But within each stop, there's alternate dimensions. Oh, so you okay. go, you have coffee shops, and then there's different timelines with other types of coffee shops. You have you have your fast casual restaurants, you have food truck, you have mobile mm. pop-up stand, mm. you have mobile pop-up stands, okay. you have restaurants. 
Like, is a I feel like next time we do this, we need a whiteboard and we need to just like <laughs> break it down. Like a lots of chart. red yarn yeah. and pins. It's like it's funny people come in here and there's like it's like beautiful mind everywhere. We're like we figured it out. McDonald's is a, a cafe. cafe. <laughs> we here on the Folly Coffee Podcast are answering the questions that no, no one, one asks. Yes. We ask. We answer all the tough questions. I I think that's a good place it's to end good. it because I, I think all of those different things on the spectrum that we just talked about that there's probably iterations that you could say yeah. they all fit within a, a, a subcategory of each of the things along that spectrum from coffee shop to bar pub to crying on the floor of your shower. Absolutely. All right. I will end it there just like I do every other episode. Say have a nice day.